Today is July 5th. The title for our devotional is The Mind. Today we're beginning week five of our Fully Formed Life campaign. Remember, in this campaign, we're talking about spiritual formation. A working definition of spiritual formation is simply the process in growing in love for God and others. It's taken from Mark 12. Beginning in verse 29, Jesus has been asked, what is the greatest commandment? And he says, the most important is, hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all of your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. This week, we're moving on to the third of Jesus' four aspects of the human person with which we should love God, that is, the mind. The mind consists of our thought life and our emotions. We'll discuss the connection between our thoughts and our emotions and their relevance to spiritual formation tomorrow. First, first, however, perhaps you notice that in the Shema of Deuteronomy, it does not include the mind. Uh, it's just not there. Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 5, it says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. So what's that all about? Uh, did Jesus just misquote it? Since the Shema was a prayer that was quoted every morning and evening by devout Jews, it's almost certain that he didn't just misquote it or it wasn't just mistyped by scribes or here by Matthew or by Mark. So there are two possible solutions. First, he's exercising his authority as the ultimate interpreter of the law, which he at times has done and altered certain aspects of the law. For example, in the Sermon on the Mount, he goes through a sequence of you have heard it said, and now I say to you statements in which the you have heard it said always is followed by uh, a certain aspect of the law or teaching of the law. And then Jesus, he adds his teaching to it. These statements, they don't conflict with the spirit of the law, but they also do alter the understanding of it. So the second solution is that in ancient Hebrew, the ancient Hebrews, um, the context in which the Shema of Deuteronomy was written, they had no concept of the mind. Their concept of the thought life and ideas was contained within the metaphor of the heart. The heart in Hebrew culture essentially encapsulated all of the inner life. So by the time the first century Greeks, by the time of Jesus in the first century Greek culture, they had strongly influenced the culture of the Hebrew people in the surrounding area. With their strong emphasis on the mind and logic and reason in Greek culture, uh, the Shema was likely adapted to include the mind for specificity. So in my view, the second solution is most likely. In any case, the mind primarily works in ideas and images. It also needs information to process and the ability to discern what is true and what is false. From the mind comes knowledge and wisdom. The mind serves as the gatekeeper to the heart since the external world of images, ideas, and information is processed first through the mind. So how we respond and act, it surely originates in the heart, as Jesus says, which we looked at in week two, then when discussing the heart. But the mind is largely where the external world begins to influence our internal world. Therefore, a transformed mind is vital for Christian formation. If we are to filter the endless streams of information from our external world and to maintain a healthy heart and soul and to learn to love God with more of who we are. For additional content, I've linked you to the Bible Project video on heart, which discusses what it means and how the Hebrews thought of the heart as all of the inner life. Reflection time today. Think on the significance of the mind for the formation of your inner life. Do you put mental energy towards your spiritual formation? What are some of the problems of not exercising your mind in the process of spiritual formation? 
and even think on how your mind is the gatekeeper to your inner life. <laughs>